Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Case 3471 by Samantha Virginia. The being known as Gerald Lee Chapman III awoke to find he had been surrounded by tigers sometime in the night. The blinds had been drawn, casting slivers of yellow sunlight on the big cats hidden in patches of bamboo jungle lining the walls. He blinked his eyes open to the unfamiliar location, trying to determine how he'd ended up on a bed in this room with its silk sheets and exotic wallpaper. Last night had gotten out of control. Through the rumble of traffic outside, two hushed voices could be heard conspiring from a darkened corner of the room. Gerald, or Jerry as he was called, raised his balding head enough to see who was whispering. The outline of a woman with long, dark hair could be seen lounging behind a thick screen of smoke at a set of table and chairs. An orange tabby cat was sat on the chair opposite, its tail twitching in annoyance, or hunger, or contentment. He was not an expert in feline body language. The two stopped talking to one another, and both turned to blink slowly in his direction. It was about this time he realized he was dressed in nothing but underwear. Not his own, either, but a green mesh thong. With shaking fingers, he hurried to cover himself. I'm sorry. He really could not think of anything to say, besides apologizing for his inappropriate nudity. It's distress. The cat exclaimed mildly. The glass bong on the table between them chortled with bubbles as the woman took a deep pull and exhaled a stream of smoke into the cat's face. Of course it's distressed, she said. It cannot retain in this form, not to mention you are presenting as a cat. You know I cannot control it. This is the form its limited mind can comprehend. The cat's tail twitched again. This time the agitation was unmistakable. Jerry had no idea who these two were, or what mess he'd gotten himself into. Clearly he was still coming down from something, but he decided to start with the basics. Where am I? he asked. Where? the tabby cat asked. Yes, where? Jerry repeated, refusing to be mocked by a cat. Where? Referring to a fixed point in the physical axis, the woman explained patiently to the feline, and then turned to Jerry. This is a hotel in the vicinity of what's called London. Are you ready now? Ready for what? Jerry asked, a bit exasperated. Do I know you? If I committed to anything last night, I must apologize. Clearly I wasn't in my right mind. I'll just find my clothes. He trailed off, uselessly scanning the room. He had to get back home. He had work tomorrow, depending on what day tomorrow was. He frowned, thinking of his return to the office. This one is no longer viable. We must find a replacement, the cat said. Nonsense. 
It simply requires more serum. This physical brain is reliant on a fixed moment in linear space-time, the woman replied. How quaint. Well, let's get on with it then. I do not enjoy being tethered to a single point in anything, the cat commented. Who are you people? Jerry asked, his previous embarrassment quickly ossifying into a heavy stone of fear in his belly. He remembered taking a baggie of pills from a ponytailed man in a minivan that had seen better days. It was supposed to be one little adventure. A chance to feel alive. He didn't remember these two exactly, but something wild convulsed in his memory when they spoke. Something just out of reach. A slippery, uncatchable fish. Who? The cat asked, confused again. The woman waved the question away, causing the smoke to roll from her fingertips. Never mind, she spoke to Jerry. Who does not apply to either of us, nor to you? You were and are and will be part of the clockwork. It must be complete. You mustn't stay here any longer. The clockwork. Something in that phrase joggled his memory. Taking the pills, leaving his body, slipping into the non-places between places in the shiny pool of infinite time. A clockwork of beings behind the walls of the universe. The machine elves, humming in perfect harmony, scuttling to and fro. He felt tiny and caged now, not like last night, when even the stars and the earth were both the same and irrelevant. The woman crept closer to the bed, blowing smoke into Jerry's face from violet lips. Her eyes were two perfectly black pools of ink. You must begin the unbecoming, she said. His head swam as the room began to shake in geometric convulsions. He was afraid of the unbecoming. He fought against it. You will not return. You will be unmoored, and this form will cease to exist. You are free now, she stated. The rational part of his brain, being rapidly overtaken by hallucinogens, the one that worked in a cubicle, screamed to him that she was talking about death. These scumbag hippies were drugging him, probably to steal his kidneys. He was dying. That should be somewhat concerning. But also, a different voice suggested... No more gray office building. No more single-serve dinners. No more loneliness. There is no loneliness when there is no separation. He could already feel the clockwork by the time he brought the mouthpiece to his lips and inhaled of his own free will. He did not feel it when the atoms of his physical body became unglued and scattered. Some hours later, a pair of slacks would be found in the lobby of the Sheridan Hotel in London, containing a credit card, license, and membership to the Funtime Miniature Golf Course, with the name Gerald Lee Chapman III. Despite extensive searches, police would never recover a body, nor any trace of a person matching his description. This has been Case 3471, written by Samantha Virginia. 
Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.